Let's just pray together. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks for today, for this time, for new life, for celebrations, for the word that challenges us, and for our response to your gracious love. Lord, may your words become more apparent to us. May the meaning of your words sink deep into us. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Now this is week three in our series on Together in Song, where we're looking at the theology and some of the meaning behind our worship songs. The reason why we sing what we sing, because half of our worship service is actually music. We spend half the amount of time singing. And it's actually interesting because you probably remember some of the songs and nothing of what I say. It's one of those realities. Music sinks into our memories. It gets into us. It evokes emotions. In our first week, as I said, we were singing about what we believe in, singing the creeds. Last week we talked about singing of salvation and how important it is for us to actually sing of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. This week, we're going to be talking about songs of mission. Of actually songs that challenge us going out into the world to do as Christ has taught us. To do the things, to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Songs that challenge us. They're also <coughs> songs when we sing them are the ones that will challenge us the most because they're the ones that require us to do a physical action. They're songs that should never stop and sit and we sing them and we go, ah, isn't that wonderful? And then we do nothing. Because that makes us a hypocrite, doesn't it? When we say something and we don't act upon it, it makes us a hypocrite. So these songs that we sing, which are songs of mission, are probably the ones that cause us the most grief because we're going to do what we sing. How great is that? That we stand up and we actually do what we want God's action to be doing in the world. See, music influences us. It influences our life. It influences our worship. It influences our theology. I'd like to say that it also theology influences the songs that we sing, but sometimes I think it's backwards as well. I think we sing songs and then we try and figure out the theology behind it. But in reality, theology should be driving our words of worship that we have, the songs that we sing. Music impacts our life. It impacts our worship. But music also divides churches up, doesn't it? The songs that we sing, the style of music that we have, you know, or we can't sing from this, or we only sing from this, or we're going to have the ancient ones, or we're going to have the modern ones. It divides, but see, music doesn't have to divide. Music can unite us. We don't have to worry about the style of music. We don't have to worry about, well, we only sing this, because music should be the one that thing that unites us together, draws us closer. Part of the reason why we've named our series Together in Song is because it is 
for us to come together in singing, in song, in worship. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. How many of you do remember the song that was put together in 1984? So those who are younger and don't remember 1984 at all, you might have a hard time with this. But there's a song put together that was by Band-Aid. You're starting to do they know it's Christmas? Okay, how many people, just a raise of hands, how many people remember that song? Those that are willing to admit it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I remember it. And so even now, when you start getting, you know, you don't want to believe. <laughs> you know, even now, when you're going, um, you know, you sing a little bit of the lines, you start remembering the tune. And you start remembering the people that sang it. And you start remembering all of the money they raised. Because the reason they wrote this song was because of the famine in Ethiopia. The reason they wrote this song was to raise money to reduce the famine in Ethiopia, to give food to those that were hungry. A song with a mission, a song with a purpose. And it united a world behind a cause. Can you see what I mean by songs? I'm going to put up some words here for you. Do you know that it's Christmas by Bando? It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid at Christmas time. We let in light and we banish shade. And in our world of plenty, we can spread a smile of joy. Throw your arms around the world at Christmas time. It's sounding very nice and you know, happy and lively. But say a prayer. Prayer for the ones. At Christmas time, it's hard. And I don't want to put up all of the words here. But basically, it keeps on getting to the point of actually saying that even though in our, in our modern society, in our world that we have, where we have a lot of things and at Christmas time we're celebrating with food and, and everything else, that we should be feeding the, the world. We should be feeding the world. And that, when it comes down to it, comes down to feed the world. I won't even try and sing it. It's going in my head. I can hear the lyrics. I can hear the melody. But I'm not even going to try because you don't want to hear that. That's horrible. That's why we have Caleb and Carrie up here in June because I, I'm, I'm told I always have to switch my microphone off. Don't, don't give me sin, but there we go. So feed the world, feed the world. Do they know it's Christmas time? Feed the world. See, it's a question, but it's also a statement of purpose and mission to go and feed the world. Now, you may not think about it, but some of the songs that we sang this morning also have that statement of mission in there, challenge for us to go and do. Filled with the Spirit's power was one of the, the songs that we sang. Filled with the Spirit's power, with one accord, the infant church confessed to the risen Lord. O Holy Spirit, in the church today, again your power of fellowship this way. What does it mean to actually truly be in fellowship? And that's the question we need to ask ourselves. What does it mean to be truly in fellowship when the church is displaying the fellowship of love and care for brother and sister, of love and care for the neighbour, loving God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind, and loving your neighbour as yourself is a display of fellowship. It's not just coming together in this space and saying, oh, this is fellowship. It's not just coming together in the hall afterwards and having a cup of tea and coffee and going, this is fellowship. Fellowship is actually doing the work of God and sharing the love amongst those around us. And that goes beyond just us. 
So there's always a challenge. There's a challenge in this. You know, we, we sang the song, the servant song. Brother, sister, let me serve you. Look, there's a challenge there yet again. Let me be as Christ to you. A challenge for you to do it. So when we sing this song, do we just let the words flow by? Do we, is it just another song that's being written and we go, oh, isn't that lovely? Yes, it's nice. And it doesn't make it feel good. But is a challenge to us. When we sing these words, they have meaning. Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let me be a servant too. So to actually go and be a servant in Christ's name. I will weep when you are weeping. When you laugh, I will laugh with you. I will share your joy and sorrow to have seen this journey through. What a wonderful statement of mission, isn't it? It really challenges to go out and do something. I love that. Do something. You know, that was a isn't it funny how it all kind of meshes together and starts working? Now, the first song that we had up, uh, a modern song, very modern song, by Matthew West. And I think it's really great because it is a challenge for us to do something. And, and let me just read the words, because I, I don't know whether you caught on to some of the words and the challenge that they've had in it for us. I woke up in the morning and saw a world full of trouble now. Have we ever noticed that, you know, when you look at the news and you, you see all of the bad things in the world, you can have trouble, and, and you ask, sometimes ask the question, where is God in all of this? This song challenges us to think in a different way. How do we ever get so far down? How is it ever going to turn around? So I turned my eyes to heaven and I thought, God, why don't you do something? See, this is the kind of question I think some people often ask. Why don't you do something, God? Fix this situation. And the thing I really love about this song is the challenge that comes to this. Well, I just couldn't bear the thought of people living in poverty, of children sold into slavery. The thought disgusted me, so I shook my fist at heaven and said, God, why don't you do something? And he said, I did. Yet I created you. And I think that's a fantastic challenge for us. It's a really huge challenge. Here's, here's, here's a song singing of poverty, of slavery. Songs of you know, hard things that are happening in the world. And the challenge is we are meant to do something about it. We are created in the image of God. And God created us to help those in need around us. See, the thing is, when we sing songs that have an impact in us, when we sing songs, they need to change us. See, a song of mission draws us from being self-centred and links us with the mission of God that is so much bigger than us and draws us beyond ourselves into the needs and hurts of those around us. When we sing songs of mission, it reminds us to do something. See, faith is never steady. Faith has an impact. You know, faith is actually meant to change your life. It's not meant to keep you the same. Faith in Jesus has a response. See, we had a baptism this morning. And we asked the blessing upon Bella. Faith in Jesus has a response. We come and we offer a blessing upon Bella. 
See, if I was to ask you this question, what do you think really was the mission of Jesus? When we're talking about songs of mission, what do you think the mission of Jesus was? What was the basis of his life on earth? What was the fundamentals that drove him? Let me tell you, it's to save those, to heal, to save the ones who are lost, to heal the ones that are hurt. Jesus sums it up, to love the God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind, and love your neighbour as yourself. So we had it in you, you might have thought it was really strange kind of passage that we had read this morning um, from Luke's Gospel. What does that have to do with singing? What does that have to do with songs of mission? There's no singing in there, there's no songs of mission, there's no really overt kind of thing there, but it's really interesting. So we had, a, we had the story of Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector, who wanted to see Jesus, wanted to hear him. And he's, sorry, he's a really short guy, climbs up a tree to see Jesus go by because you know, everybody's talking about it. And Jesus stops and he looks up the tree and says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your place. I'm going to have dinner with you. And Zacchaeus is feeling really chuffed at this moment. He you know, climbs down, gets there, and Jesus starts hearing all of the grumbling from the crowd. Everybody's going, you know, he's eating with sinners. He's eating with the tax collector. He's eating with those yucky people. He's going into his house. How could he do that? No respectful, you know, religious person would do that at all. You know, we often think that religious people are the pious people that keep away from everything and are really nice. But see, what happens if we get into the mix of stuff? We get into the messy of the life that's around us. We need to go and do things. And I think Zacchaeus picks up on this. He hears the crowd speaking and, you know, what happens? Jesus comes into his life. And this is a real big example for us. Jesus comes into his life and he makes a statement. He makes a statement about his change and his need to do something. Let me put it up on the screen for you. Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions to who? To the poor. He's made his life swindling people, getting money, you know, skimming stuff off the side. And suddenly he's encountered Jesus and there's a change. And what does the change do? It's not just about self-righteousness. It's about, I want to do something for those I see around me now. That instantaneous moment, he is changed. And he wants to do something. He wants to, just like we should be. Faith in Jesus challenges us to actually change and do something. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. So it's, in this moment, he is challenged by Jesus to change his life, change his behaviour, change his attitude, and actually do something with himself that will help others. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. We are all within the grace of Jesus Christ. None of us far from it. We just need to realise and recognise what God has done for us. And claim that for ourselves. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. There's the mission. Jesus' own words, I've come to save and seek the lost, to help them. And the response that we have 
is that we need to do something. To feed the world, to help the poor, correct the wrong. So when we sing songs of mission, songs that take us from our here and now and every day, it is a challenge for us to get out and actually change the world. And it's important that we sing these songs as a church. We sing this so that we may be involved. My question for you is what is our do something? What is your do something? What is your response to God's call upon your life? Are you willing to say, get up just as like the kids? I will do this. Are you willing to claim it for yourself right now? Are you willing to do something in the name of God? That's a call to mission. Now you know that we've been working through releasing new songs each week. And the last two weeks we've, we've although we've been singing these songs for a while, they've been newly created and, and crafted. But this week we've got a brand new song. Nobody else has heard Brand new this week. So I'm going to invite Keria, who's written this song, to come and share a bit behind the song and encourage us with worship and music and songs. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, this song is called Falls Like Rain, and I wrote it. And even though I've written several songs, I wouldn't call myself a songwriter. I would call myself a worshipper, because I love to worship God in song. And of course that's not the only way that you can worship God. You can worship God in prayer, in service, and of course in the way that we live our lives. But I love to sing praises to God. And usually most days at home, I will have a time where I am singing to the Lord. And I'll start with the songs that we sing here. And then as I get more and more into the worship, it just sort of begins to grow and I, I start to hear new songs and and melodies and new words come into my mind. And so I just keep singing like that. And sometimes I write those words down. And I have been this day I've been reading Isaiah. And Isaiah, he was a prophet to the Israelites. And he spoke about how God's word goes out from his mouth and it doesn't return to him empty because it creates love. It creates love for God. And he also says that it falls like rain, that it comes from the heaven, it waters the earth, it makes it bud and it makes it flourish, and that there's no life without water. And there are so many references in the Bible to how God's word is like beautiful fresh water and beautiful rain. And one of those is in Deuteronomy when Moses is singing and he's singing the, the word of, of God to the people, the Bible. And he says, Let my teaching, which is the teaching of the Bible, let it fall like rain, and my words descend like dew, like rain on tender plants. And Isaiah also talks about how there are people who are struggling with the weight of sorrow or cares or injustice. And he says that God will not break a bruised reed, and he will not snuff out a smouldering week, because that's the grace of God, that's the mercy of God, that's how much he cares for us, whatever state we're in. And so the images in this song 
are those from the Bible about God's word being like rain, replenishing us, healing our broken hearts, giving us new life and sustaining us. And in the song I include a prayer and I say, may your word, the words of the Bible, may it dwell in me, may it live in me, may it rise in me when I need it. And over the course of my Christian life, there have been two verses that I've often really come back to and relied on. And one of those is from Deuteronomy and it says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. And the other one is one that most people know, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And they're very simple, but they provide such an anchor for me, especially in times of really deep, deep grief. So this song is about God's word, the Bible, and how it refreshes my soul. And that's how the the song started. But, of course, what you're about to see is the result of Caleb producing the song and Simon and Joshua doing the visuals. So it's a team effort.
just amazing. It's amazing the talent we have in this church and the, how it has been shared out. And I just really want to keep encouraging um, Kerry and Caleb and everybody else involved to keep going and keep producing such wonderful pieces of music. It just really does challenge you, doesn't it? It challenges you in, the, in your heart and that just really speaks to you. Um, and the wonderful thing is that that's available now. So it's, we're working, so it's on our website. And if you want to get there for, for the churches, that there's lyrics, uh, foot sheet, uh, lyric sheets, um, ProPresenter, all there. Um, and the, the lyric videos will be up. Um, it's up on the web, ready to go. And you know, as we're doing all these things, um, they're distributing out into iTunes and Spotify. So the first song from that we released in the series is now on iTunes and Spotify. So that's, they're going out each, each time and it's getting bigger and the audience is growing. So this is wonderful ministry into a bigger, bigger part of the world than just ourselves. So let us just keep remembering that God has called us not to stay in our shell, not to stay in our cocoon, but has called us out into mission into the world. Just like rain has fallen upon us, God's grace falls upon us, and we can go and spread that living water out into all the world. So let's just pray together. Well, just as you challenged Zacchaeus to stand up and proclaim a change in behaviour, to give half his possession to the, to the needy, to the poor around him, to pay back that, that what he has cheated. Lord, we also come before you today as you touch our lives, as you change us. May we say, do in our lives as you would will. May our lives be changed. May we respond. May we go out to mission <coughs> to help those in need around us, to create a fellowship of believers that looks after those who are in need, to save the lost, to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to show your love in real and practical action. We pray this in the Holy Name. Amen. Mm -hmm.